Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 235. And on this episode of the podcast, I am talking about the only team in baseball who has done anything significant so far this offseason, and that would be the LA Angels. As a fan of baseball, this offseason has been incredibly boring and almost no moves have been made. However, one team has been aggressive and made some good moves, and that team is the Los Angeles Angels, who have signed pitcher Tyler Anderson to a three-year, $39 million contract and traded for infielder Gio Urshela and outfielder Hunter Renfro. These are frankly small moves, but that's what I like about them. This is a franchise in the Angels who in the past have been addicted to making big splashes in the offseason, going all the way back to when they signed Vladimir Guerrero in 2003, and that move paid off. But some of their other other big signings haven't. During the 2011 offseason, they signed Albert Pujols to a 10-year $254 million deal and pitcher C.J. Wilson to a five-year $77 million contract. And the following year, the team signed outfielder Josh Hamilton for five years and $105 million. Neither of these three players finished out their contracts and I would say they weren't even half as good with the Angels as they were with their prior teams. And one would think after a team has gone through that with some really bad contracts that they would learn their lesson but it seems like that the Angels haven't because in 2017 they traded for outfielder Justin Upton and re-signed him for five years $106 million and in the last four years of that contract he never played in more than 89 games and in 2019 they signed third baseman Anthony Rendon to a seven-year $245 million deal and since he's dealt with injuries. Yes it's great when your baseball team goes out and makes the big signings it makes for an exciting offseason but the team that wins the offseason almost never wins during the regular season. I also think something I've learned from watching baseball all these years it's important to have a really good team. It doesn't matter if you have great players the Angels have had great players the problem is they have never had a great baseball team baseball is not football where it only comes down to one player the quarterback it's not basketball when a player can take over. Yes, having a great player matters, but it's not everything. And I fully understand why the Angels have made these big moves in the past because they're competing for the Dodgers for the city of Los Angeles, but what they don't understand is the Dodgers are not the team of LA because they have the star players. They are also one of the deepest rosters in all of baseball. Year in and year out, they develop players. They not only have stars like Mookie Betts, but they also have Rookie of the Year's again and again and again. Who is the last great homegrown angel? I couldn't tell you. I don't even count Mike Trout because they got him in a Rule 5 draft. I don't even really give them credit for Mike Trout turning into a superstar player. It seems like the rest of baseball couldn't see what Mike Trout would become. When the Angels were at their best, they were developing prospects. They had Francisco Rodriguez. They had John Lackey. They had Jared Weaver. Those were guys they developed and turned into really good big league ball players. In the years where they act like a big market team and spend a ton of money in the offseason, it has not worked out for them. They need to stop doing that. And I think this offseason has been a bit of a realization to that, that they need to be a deeper ball club and they are not one player away from being great. The LA Angels are not an Aaron Judge away from being great. 
great. They're not a Justin Verlander away from being great. They need to put together a really good 26-man Major League Baseball roster. During the mid-2000s when I started to watch baseball, they were one of baseball's most consistent franchises. Yes, they had the stars like Vladimir Guerrero, but they also had role players like Garrett Anderson, who I really liked, Mike Napoli, Sean Figgins, and they had a really good starting rotation. To go along with who was at one point the best closer in all of baseball, Francisco Rodriguez. They also had one of the best managers in baseball at the time, Mike Sosha. I mean, this was a team that never came down to one player, and it seems like in this past decade, they have become fixated in the star player. The problem is in baseball, the star players do not get you wins. Having Albert Pujols doesn't get you wins. Having Mike Trout doesn't get you wins. Having Shohei Otani doesn't get you wins. You need to have a really good roster. Alright, let's talk about the moves the Angels have made so far this offseason. The first one is Tyler Anderson, a pitcher who last year with the Dodgers won 15 games, and it's very important this moves works out because the Angels have had massive pitching issues this past decade. They've never really invested in fixing the issue. My main concern with this signing is I don't know if Tyler Anderson was good because of his talent or because he was on a loaded Dodgers team. I mean, if he were so good and so valuable to the Dodgers, I think they would have put in $39 million for him. That's the worry when you poach these guys who have been good on great teams, but those great teams don't want to pay them. What do the Dodgers really think of Tyler Anderson? Because $39 million means absolutely nothing to the Dodgers and means quite a lot to the LA Angels. If the Angels want to compete next year for a playoff spot, they need to have a deeper rotation than they've had in the past. Last year, they really only had one really good quality starter in Shohei Otani. Tyler Anderson needs to win at least 15 games next year if the Angels are going to make the postseason. Last year, they had one starting pitcher, Shohei Otani, win double-digit games. Otani won 15 games. I know the wins don't matter, but wins for your starting pitcher means that you have a really good baseball team. They might not mean anything if you think the pitcher is a good pitcher, but it does mean something if your team isn't getting your starting pitcher's wins. It usually means the team is not very good. In 2008, when the Angels won 100 games, they had five starting pitchers win double-digit games. Now, no, that will never happen again in 2022 baseball because starting pitchers don't go deep into ball games anymore. But you need to do better than have one pitcher win 10-plus games. Tyler Anderson needs to win double-digit games for this signing to be a success story. The second move was trading for Twins infielder Gio Urshela. Now, I like Gio. Urshela. He is a very good defensive player and is a decent enough hitter. Last year he hit 285 with 13 homers and 64 runs batted in. I saw him play a lot when he was a member of the New York Yankees. He basically won the third baseman job over Miguel Andujar who was almost rookie of the year. I mean that's a success story. This is a guy who was given an opportunity. Now this guy is not a star player but he is a decent enough role player that you want to have on your roster. He'll occasionally hit you a home run. I mean, that's what you need to surround guys 
like Mike Trout and Shohei Otani with. These guys who can deliver in the biggest moments. I mean, Gio Urshela played for the New York Yankees. I think that means something. He's been in the big market. He's played under pressure. I think playing in a place like LA is very different, and he'll be better because of the fact that he's played in New York. I really do believe in this idea when it comes to baseball that if you're a losing franchise like the Angels have been this past decade, then you need to surround your organization with winners who have been there before. Gio Urshela has been to the postseason. Tyler Anderson has been to the postseason. And the guy I'm about to talk about, Hunter Renfro, has been to the postseason. Surround your team, your roster, with guys who have been there before because the guys you have on it have not had a lot of postseason success. The Angels right now need to learn how to win and I think a guy like Gio Urshela will help them do that. The third and final move was trading for Brewers outfielder Hunter Renfro who has become a bit of a journeyman. The Angels will be his fifth team in five years but the 30 year old has legitimate power. He's hit 25 plus homers five of the last six years. He is what he is at this point. He doesn't hit for a high batting average. He's not a great defender, but he does have a cannon for an arm. He had his best year with the Boston Red Sox in 2021 where he hit 31 home runs and drove in a career high 96 runs. If I were to compare Renfro to any past Angel player, I would compare him to Mark Trumbo, a guy who's going to come in, hit for power, and that's what he's going to do. He's a home runner, nothing kind of guy. But the Angels need that outside of Otani and Mike Trout, there was only one other player who hit 20 plus homers for the Angels. They are not a team with a lot of power. Adding a guy like Hunter Renfro makes a lot of sense. I mean, their lineup, if healthy, could be one of the more deeper lineups in all of baseball. You could have Mike Trout, you could have Shohei Otani, you could have Anthony Rendon, Gio Urshela, Hunter Renfro. Baseball is at the point in time when you can no longer have an easy out in your lineup, and the Angels are making it so right now. Now, they don't have an easy out if they are healthy. Now, the biggest question for this offense is, will Anthony Rendon be healthy? Because Anthony Rendon, when he is healthy, is one of the best third basemen in all of baseball. He's a great defensive player. He was a part of a World Series winning Nationals team. All of your offense can't be coming from Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. So I think Hunter Renfro is good insurance if Anthony Rendon is hurt. But also, if you have Anthony Rendon, then you have a really good deep lineup moving forward. I do think it's interesting that the Angels are bringing in a power hitter like Hunter Renfro because it shows that they're going where baseball is headed. Baseball is all about the home run. But when the Angels were really at their best, it wasn't about the home run. I mean, they were a small ball club type of team. They had Sean Figgins, one of the fastest players in all of baseball. They had Eric Ibar, a great contact hitter. They had Howie Kendrick. They had guys who got hits. They were not power hitters. Another observation I have about these moves and what I like about them is they are short-term fixes. They are not long-term moves. Like, they're not committing to Hunter Renfro for the next five years. They're not committing to Gio Urshela. Tyler Anderson is only on a three-year deal, and they didn't give him a bowload of money. I mean, in the past, it has almost been all or nothing when it comes to the Angels. I mean, they had to keep Albert Bull 
Tuos on their roster for eight plus years, even though it wasn't working out for both sides. That is what is so maddening about baseball contracts is if they don't work out, you are stuck with the player. Yes, they've been great in the past, but something could happen. They could have an injury. They could be out of their prime and they could no longer be that same guy. But the Angels, at least for the moment, are not falling for that trap. I would also say this doesn't mean the Angels aren't going to make that big move. I'm not saying the Angels shouldn't make that big move. I'm saying that should never be your only move. And it seems like that has been what the Angels have been the last few years. They have only been doing those big type of deals to get Albert Pujols, to get C.J. Wilson, or an Anthony Rendon. They have gone after the one-star player who they think is going to fix all of their problems. And the truth is, in baseball, those players do not exist. That's what I find so funny about all of this Aaron Judge come to San Francisco nonsense. Aaron Judge is a great player. Absolutely, the Giants should want them on their team for the next decade. But let's not act if the Giants sign Aaron Judge. That immediately makes them better than the Dodgers or that immediately makes them a postseason team because it doesn't. The Giants were not good last year and one guy does not fix all of your problems. And the Angels have learned that the hard way in the past and it seems like they're finally getting the message. They're finally realizing in his organization we are not one player away from winning it all. We have to build this maybe in the not so flashy way that people will care about but in a way that will make us a playoff team. Because that's what the Angels need to become at all costs. They need to make the postseason. Because we get it. You have great players. You have Mike Trout who many consider to be the best player in all of baseball. And you have Shohei Otani, truly the only two-way player in all of baseball. You need to make that work out because if you don't make the postseason soon, Mike Trout is going to want to leave your organization. He's probably sick and tired of not playing in the biggest games possible and watching your in-city rivals continually make the World Series and win 100-plus games. And it doesn't matter if Shohei Otani can pitch and hit if you don't win ball games. I think that's one of the reasons he didn't make a real run at MVP this year because I think people are sick and tired of voting for Angels to win MVPs when they're routinely on one of the worst teams in all of baseball. It would be insane and criminal if the Angels waste the prime of Mike Trout and waste the generational talent of Shohei Otani because you may never see those type of two players walk into your organization ever again and they're playing together. I mean, you have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani on your rosters. These are two guys that can sell out stadiums. We all want to see them play on the biggest stage possible. I can't say if Mike Trout is a winner or not because I've barely seen him in the postseason. The same for Otani. I would love to see him hit and pitch in the postseason. I want to see if these guys can deliver in the big time and hopefully the Angels are going to give us that opportunity or if not, they're going to have to trade both of those players away. I like what the Angels have done a lot this offseason, but I don't think the job is done. I think they need another pitcher, and these are the pitchers I think they should go after. Justin Verlander, he makes a lot of sense. He's not going to go to the Angels, but they should overpay to get a guy like him. Jacob deGrom, that's another guy the Angels should be interested in. You don't need to go long-term with either Verlander or deGrom. It's a short-term window, which is exactly what the Angels have been doing this offseason, looking at the short-term. Also, 
Carlos Rodon, who was very good for the San Francisco Giants this past season. Adding Tyler Anderson is a good start, but you still have one of the weaker starting rotations in all of baseball. And you have the Houston Astros and the Seattle Mariners in the same division who have very deep starting rotations. Even if the Astros lose Justin Verlander, they're going to do something to make up for that loss. I mean, the Angels need to add as much pitching as humanly possible. That's what's been insane about their crazy amount of spending is almost none of it has been in the starting rotation. Yes, you have to go back all the way to C.J. Wilson when they really committed a boatload of money to a starting pitcher. Yes, they had Garrett Richards that didn't really work out, but they never spent a lot of money on an ace pitcher, and it's what you need the most. Like, you need that shutdown starting pitcher if you're ever going to make the postseason. I mean, it was insane that they just kept throwing money at positional players, thinking that a great offense is going to make up for the fact that they have no legitimate starting pitching. Like, it just never made any sense to me. And I think signing a guy like Tyler Anderson is an acknowledgement that, yes, we need to have a better starting rotation. I don't think it should be at the end game of their starting rotation. It is the beginning. I think they are far from having a starting pitching rotation that is good enough to get you to the postseason. Make no mistake about it, though. These are win-now moves. I think the Angels are realizing that their time is up. We need to win it now. We have Mike Trout. We have Shohei Otani. Now we've surrounded them with two really decent, good positional players in Gio Urshela and Hunter Renfro. They're not all-stars. They're not great players, but they can get the job done. We need to at least get to 85 to 90 wins. Even if we don't make the postseason, we need to make a major improvement. We need to end next year feeling good about the direction of where the Angels are going. Because it's been fun watching Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, but they are not on a memorable team. The players that get remembered are the ones that make the postseason. David Ortiz is thought of as one of the best members of the Boston Red Sox ever, not because of what he did in the regular season, because of his clutchness in the postseason. That's what we want from our star players. And hopefully the Angels are finally going to give Mike Trout a chance to show if he's one of those clutch players. I would absolutely love to see Mike Trout in the postseason. Every single fan of baseball should want Mike Trout in the postseason. I want to see Shohei Otani in the postseason. We all know why in the past that the Angels spent all of that money because they probably feel like they are second class citizens to the LA Dodgers. But what they need to realize is they don't need to spend that insane amount of money. They just need to be a consistently quiet organization. They are never going to outspend the Dodgers. They're never going to be that type of behemoth team. What they need to do is what they did in the early 2000s. Just quietly be one of the better teams in baseball. Get back to that. You have the star power to get people to watch your team. Now put on a good product so night in and night out we can watch the LA Angels and go, wow, this is a a really good baseball team. I like the acquisitions of Gio Urshela, Hunter Renfro, and Tyler Anderson. The Angels have been the only team thus far in the offseason to make legitimate moves 
to make their Major League Baseball roster better, and I give them a lot of credit for that. Now, am I being a prisoner of the moment and giving them too much credit? Possibly, but I really do think Gio Urshela is a good player. Hunter Renfro has put up numbers on very good teams the past two years in the Red Sox and Brewers. The biggest question mark is Tyler Anderson, but if he can pay off and win you 15-plus games, then the Angels should be on their way to being a team that can compete for the wild card. And the offseason is far from over. I hope they continue to make moves like this one. I hope their lineup gets better, and I really hope they add a starting pitcher or two. I think the Angels are on their way to being a good baseball team, and that's something I haven't been able to say in a long time. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so please rate, review, and subscribe.